1: the Race for the Ring, episode 101, The Secret Stash with Dan Hernandez. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor than happy endings among my friends and social circles. And I want to know why. Each week, we'll chat with a different dating queen or king, socialite or relationship expert, and explore the many facets of dating today, pitfalls to steer clear from, and how to find the finest fish in the sea. Get ready, set, go. Hello, everybody. We have a really, really out-of-the-box, interesting episode for you today. We are talking about money, honey. And I have a really amazing, uh, super intelligent uh, guest for you. He's actually one of our MBN Associates clients. He's been with us for a number of years. He's a financial expert, Dan Hernandez, and he has about 30 years of experience working in the world of finance, helping people turn um, their assets into really big investments so that they can retire in lush Pastures and such. But some of the topics that we've spoken about over the years is about divorce and money and the ugliness that transpires between two splitting spouses. Um, And sadly, a lot of women are left kind of in the dark. Um, you know, stereotypically, just traditionally, women tend to take a backseat to the money planning. And, um, you know, if it's a premeditated situation where your spouse is essentially planning their exit, if you will, making their exit strategy, a lot of them... Will attempt and successfully so uh, hide money. So we talk, um, and women can do it too. I'm not just saying it's a men, a male thing. Um, men, women are obviously guilty as men are in this situation as well. But just you know, um, statistically, it's just more prevalent among men who take to resume that money handling role in marriages and such. So we talk a lot about what you should do now if you are in a new relationship, um, or you know, kind of moving things along, considering maybe this could be the one things that you should be doing um, before you tie the knot um, and also after you get married so that this doesn't potentially happen to you if and when things may ever go awry, hopefully not, but you never know. Uh, Also, if you are married um, or, you know, living with a partner and kind of have your money merged and things of that nature, what you can do now so you're protected. And if you are in the process of getting divorced, um, what you should know now, obviously, to to protect yourself during that process. Um, There's different stages and things that you should do and not do, et cetera, et cetera. So a little bit about Dan, as I mentioned, he has been in the... Wealth management industry for three decades. He is a financial representative at Milestone Wealth Management, which is located in New Jersey, but he works with clients and helps people all over the globe. Really, mostly in the U.S., but you know, internationally uh, as well. He is um, super, super smart in the money space. He does a lot um, of on-air contributions and things of that nature. He's an active member of the Financial Planning Association. He he works with a lot of financial, um, you know, uh, clarity outreach and helps their client his clients reach their goals. He does a lot in the community too to give back, et cetera. Um, and he's also a professor, an adjunct professor, I should say, at Cape May County Community College. So, without further ado, let's get right into the money, honey. With dan hernandez hello dan hernandez thank you for being here
0: No, My pleasure, Mindy. Thanks for having me on.
1: Of course. I can't believe, you know, I've had this show for like three years now, and I I can't believe I never thought to have you on because you we pitched so many stories. Dan, everybody is like client on the PR side of the fence. But we pitched so many stories pertaining to women and money and like, Um, relationships and money, it's so muddy sometimes, you know, as people get ready to get divorced, et cetera, et cetera, or even if they are splitting and maybe it's the husband and they weren't prepared, whatever it is, we're going to get into all of that, but, I, someone in my office was like, why don't you have him on your show? He says, a great topic for your show. I'm like, you know what? It is. <laughs> it is." I guess like when I'm thinking of you, I'm always thinking of like more mainstream media, obviously, but the race for the ring deserves to hear from you too, right? <laughs> well, good. Okay. All right, awesome. All right, so let's get right into it. So first of all, you're newlywed. Let's start from there. Like you're in a relationship. We don't have to get into all of like the ins and outs because the main of the The main focus of the show is obviously about the secret stash. But I'm curious to know what women specifically do wrong. So when you're getting ready to tie the knot, what should you be doing versus what is more norm that we're trying to fix with this podcast today?
0: Yeah, I think uh, when I talk to clients who are – uh, like you said, newlyweds are engaged and they start planning. Once they start that this process of kind of melding together their their finances, and uh, a, a mistake couples make, and and more often than not, it's, it's women making the mistake where they kind of hand off the finances to to their husband uh, or mm-hmm. in this space their husband to be, uh, mm-hmm. and therefore not knowing. Uh, all the ins and outs so i urge i urge young couples to uh a you know certainly be aware of of how much money e- each of them is making uh mm-hmm. ask about credit report is there anything in your past that is going to you know prevent us from buying a house or make yeah, like the skeleton
1: than. in the closet right everybody yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm not i'm not laughing but it's true because oh, yeah. i don't and, think that's something you talk about on a date right oh exactly. i have a lot of debt or yeah it's you know, not, it's not, yeah it's,
0: it's it's not you know it's not sexy conversation to have
1: but no, it, you it's know important.
0: if you're going to get together and get married and you're going to meld your finances and you're going to buy a house you want to know hey you you know, is there anything going on? Was there bankruptcy? And you'd be surprised how people just don't know because they don't ask or they don't want to know and they don't want to ask. But, Mm -hmm. but, you know, um, you you know, this stuff is out there. So you want to know, obviously, income wise, you want to know credit score or or credit worthiness wise what's going on. And Mm -hmm. and also you want to know, look, do you have any any money saved already, especially for, for younger couples that, you know, are going to buy a home together uh, and so on. You know, that's important, but it's equally as important for people that uh, are maybe on a second marriage or, you know, have gone through a divorce because, you know, you're older, maybe you're, you're 30, mid thirties, late thirties, 40. You've been.
1: Late (laughs) forties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, just speaking for myself, but go ahead. You know, it's true because then usually you just have children involved and things yeah, like that. And it's then, more complicated. And, and
0: you have the potential for more baggage. And, and I don't want right. to say, well, yeah. Uh, more
1: income, right? There's well, more savings more income, also. More savings. Yeah.
0: But, mm-hmm. but look, mm-hmm. people go through divorces and oftentimes, um, it, you know, the divorce itself can cause um, mm. bad credit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you have joint credit with your spouse and then you split up and then no one's paying it or you thought mm. they were paying it and they're not. Or and,
1: you're in debt from your lawyer fees. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot so of that too. Yeah. So there's no. a lot of stuff yeah.
0: People all the time, you, you know, I, you, they tell me, oh, you know, can you help me clean up my credit? Because it got screwed up in the divorce because, mm. you know, we had this mm-hmm. bill and, and it didn't get paid. It was, you know, well, we were you know, contesting it. And there's a million reasons why. But the point is, all this stuff affects you going forward. You know, you're going to buy, you know, you're going to buy a home. You're going to enter into, uh, you know, financial commitments with your future right. spouse. Right. You, know, you need to know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like almost like we often for you pitch like wealth health, but it is literally like you you need to know about someone's like physical health, mental health certainly too. This is something that you really need to be informed about in advance. Yeah. I, so you can make – and not that you're going to break up with the person, but just so you can make informed decisions, right? And like yeah, and it is, a, a, it is like a really – I don't know. I don't Money a taboo topic for, I mean, I know for me, it's like an icky conversation. Oh, I don't yeah. like to have and, it. And, yeah. you know,
0: and I'm not an attorney, but people that, you know, contemplate a, a prenuptial agreement. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, those are tricky conversations to have.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Someone
0: who, you know, your goal is to obviously spend the rest of your life with this person, but. Sign on
1: the dotted line just in case it doesn't work out. You
0: know, so so this is, you know, I don't think it's it's that difficult, but it's still, you know, tricky conversations to have. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, they they, they gotta they gotta be had.
1: And I feel like not, I mean, again, I don't want to get into the prenup water, but because it's not what the show is, but I I think just sticking on that thought for a minute. I know for myself, I'm not saying I would have a prenup. I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what I would do. I not even a relationship right now. So who cares at this juncture? <laughs> but, but um, I, I have kids, I have a business, I have other investments yeah. at this point. I'm almost 50. I mean, like it's not even so much to protect me. I would want to protect my kids and what, no, and, what they and potentially could have from my investments and, you oh, know, yeah, fruit no, of my labor. You, you know, the, yeah.
0: You, you own, you own a business and, and other, You know business ventures you know that that makes it tricky because Mm -hmm. because again uh you know if you're married and and you go through a divorce your spouse can make a claim against half the income from that business and and that's where you know for that period of time that that you're together so yeah it's it's tricky and it is that you have to go into with you know your eyes open for sure
1: Definitely. Okay. So I have a question from what you were saying in the beginning um, about handing the bills off to the guy, which is, I think, um, pretty common. It's stereotyping typing women. But uh, I know I for, for one did that more because a, I, I'm not good at math. I'm horrendous with math. And b, because when I was married, not now, now I do it all myself, obviously. but like, also because I had my business. So I was doing all my bookkeeping for my business, and I didn't want to deal with the house stuff, but i I, and even now, truthfully, being you're probably gonna like your eyes are gonna pop out of your head when I say this, but like <laughs> so my r- my deal with my ex-husband, we have a really good relationship, thankfully, or I would probably wouldn't be so open about this with him. But like because I still manage all my business stuff, I mean, mm-hmm. I handle my own expenses, my home and my apartment and like things like that. But when it comes to the kids, we split everything 50-50. We have shared custody 50-50, and we split all of their expenses 50. 50. And he keeps like, it wasn't this way in the beginning of like the situation when we got divorced, but now I'm like, just I trust him. So he keeps a list of like who paid for what and like we settle up or we don't, you know, like, I'm like, he's like, do you want to pay that? I, I whatever you me to. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what do I owe you like you just tell me what I owe you. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and, and yeah. look, in, in
0: every relationship and every marriage, people, right. people assume roles. Um, and it's not you know, it doesn't have to be you know a sexist thing. Um, right, look, right. my wife, uh, my wife's an occupational therapist, and and through her training, she's had more exposure to medical stuff than than I have. So mm-hmm, any, mm-hmm. anything medical with 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 me with our kids, boom, mm-hmm. it's her. That that's hers. She's the one that. Yeah, she's the one
1: that communicates, yeah, yes. the one that yes. communicates
0: with the doctors. She does everything because you know she she understands the terminology. She mm-hmm. you know she knows how hospitals work. And, and that's what she does. Uh, you know, I handle the finances. Uh, so in every marriage, it, you know, the people assume these roles and mm-hmm. it's one thing to hand it off completely. It's another thing to be totally oblivious. Um, and, so, and that's, good it, point. You know, and there's a difference. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I handle the finances, but, but her and I, you know, at, every couple months we look at it, I show her, Hey, this is, you know, what We have here. This is what's going on.
1: You're um, educating her, that's yeah. really important. So, so, everybody listening, you're hearing Dan, like <laughs> if you're at your your husband or significant other, or whatever is doing the finances, make sure you're getting educated, right? They're yeah, bringing you up to speed. Uh,
0: I've had situations not only with, with divorce clients, but actually, you know, widows as well who all of hmm. a sudden they've never handled the finances and have no idea what's going on. And they are going through a file cabinet that their husband kept. And they're like, well, I found this, you know, what, what, you know, explain this to me and and they're pulling out stuff, Mm -hmm. whether it's life insurance investments, you know, that Mm -hmm. they had no idea or, or debt, you know, they had no idea what was going on. So, so yeah, it's important you know, it's one thing to to everyone have their jobs and their roles in the relationship, but mm-hmm. nevertheless, you you have to still, you know, be educated
1: and 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 be, uh, somewhat involved. That's a, that's a really good point. That's very important for everyone to kind of keep in mind. Okay, so let's go into some of the nitty gritty of the ugliness that you've seen. All right, so here I am, Mindy, coming in to see you, and um. My husband had an affair and he (laughs) is leaving me for a younger woman. And now I don't know anything and he's hidden money and I don't know where our money is. He's like, I haven't worked. Um, such a, this is such a cliche, but it's sadly common. I would think, you know, right. And I've been raising our children and he earns like a really big, you know, good living is provided for us financially. I've done all of the things that I needed to do to maintain our kids. In the house, blah 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 blah. But now he's leaving, and I don't know what to do. So let's talk a little bit about that and why that happens, and the, the money, and all of the places it could be, like you know, the cashing a check and putting it cash, like things like that, oh, yeah. all the ugliness that you've seen. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah? I mean, look. Um, sadly enough, you're right; it happens, and sadly enough, you know, divorce is oftentimes you know, very emotional and, and acrimonious. So it's not two people getting along who just say, hey, look, you know, that this isn't working out for either one of us. I've found that that's rare where it's an amicable situation as opposed to contentious where, uh, and, you know, there's there's a level of distrust there. Uh, mm-hmm. So unfortunately, when in some of these cases and I've seen this where Someone's actually preparing for a divorce uh, and, and the person that is unhappy or having an affair or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. they're actually preparing for this for that eventuality. And in that situation, uh, I've seen people, again, hide money, take accounts and and all of a sudden make them disappear, move them over. How do they move.
1: do that? Let's get into well, some of that. Uh, like, okay. It,
0: it used to be it used to be easier. And, and what I mean by that is pre-9-11 uh i used to have clients open up accounts under a p.o box under a different address and all of a sudden you know statements are going somewhere else uh, are you
1: serious oh yeah, yeah no PO was, box in the united states like a u.s postal service yeah PO box?
0: and it used to be easy and i say it's not as easy as it was is because with the patriot act uh and an effort uh for the government to to kind of make sure there's a paper trail for for all money transactions and everything right I'm not allowed i'm actually not allowed to open up an account for somebody solely with a po box okay they can okay. They, they can actually send mail to a po box but i have to have a physical address form uh, okay so that can still happen but it used to be where i didn't even have to have a physical address they can just open up a po box and i would wouldn't know where they lived and, and anything. so.
1: And you, that was a way to hide money. Like yeah, it wouldn't well, be a, ta- cause it wouldn't be lit. Li- isn't it linked to their name though in a bank or? well,
0: yeah, Yes and no. Uh, because this is the other part, you know, just because I have money in a bank account, uh, it, you know, I would the way, if it's in a savings account, it's not generating a ton of interest, but still something that is taxable. Um, right. But it can be in a tax deferred account, you know, can be just, something that isn't necessarily showing up on, on the tax return either. So there's a couple things. Number one, physically, you can hide the money by literally physically hiding it, having the statement go somewhere else right? and, and your spouse wouldn't necessarily know you have it. It should still show up on the tax return. Um, and I had to do that for one client where they're like, I thought he had this PNC account and and now you know, when you go through a divorce, you have to do this disclosure, say, all right, this is all the financial mm-hmm. stuff. And right. Like, I thought he had this PNC account, but it's not on the disclosure. I'm like, well, if he had it at some point, he would have been paying taxes on it. So we, we actually pulled tax returns for the last five years. And I'm seeing, yeah, there was a 1099 from PNC. It was there for three years and then boom, it's gone. And the 1099 showed, you know, thousands of dollars of interest, not... Nah, Huh. You know, tens of thousands, but the point is, if you're in a city, I don't care
1: if it's a hundred dollars, I'd no, be like, I'm taking 50. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's money. Now paying
0: 0.3 percent. So, if it made five thousand dollars of interest at 0.3 percent, there's a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. and that's and that's literally how we found it. Um, because yeah, he just kind of you know made it disappear, he, he cashed it out. He ended up saying, oh, I, I gave it to you know my mother. You know, yeah, you know, whatever. But the point is, he tried to hide it, and 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 we found so it. So this way.
1: person, so I'm hearing correctly, this person cashed out the account, they closed the account, and they they gave the money st- to someone else just to hold, so to yep. speak, thinking that. So, what if it's he says that? That it's spent, like, would well, she's still entitled to some of that money? Like, how does that work?
0: And you know, there's no
1: way to prove that the no, money's still there,
0: right? So, you know, and at that point, look, everything is negotiable. So, so you know, he, she's saying, oh, like this money was there. He's saying, well, it wasn't that much, and I, you know, my mother needed it for something. I gave it to her, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like you said, it's a big gray area. Uh, that can become negotiable, but it's a it's a tool. You know, it's still a negotiating tool. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So you're right, and and that's what I was saying before. When, when you get into these situations that are contentious and, and acrimonious,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, there's no uh, you know it's rare that things are black and white. Uh, but you have to be you know if we didn't dig and find that she wouldn't have known that that even existed or how much it was
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then she got to the point where okay he admitted it was there and that he took it out and gave it to his mother and now you know at least they could
1: you, so know, you were able to like wiggle yeah, a go little bit with point. him okay so, got it so, yeah. what are some of the other things that you've seen well as or far, ways to hide money that we well, should be in the know money, of
0: uh, yeah, you can, you can try it with another address. Uh, certainly people, you know, give money, they put money in their, you know, their brother's name or, or their mother. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Like, yeah.
0: You know, and as long as it's somebody you, you trust and like, look, I'm just putting this over here. So it's not part of the, not divorce. to go
1: shopping. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. So,
0: so unfortunately, you know, unless there's a paper trail, I mean, before they gave it to that person, it was somewhere. Yeah, you know, it was in an account somewhere. So you have to dig and, and go back. And that's why I'm saying if people are actually preparing for a divorce and and like, look, I know four years from now my son's people gonna do
1: it. I know yeah, people that have done it. And yeah. you start yeah. you start
0: preparing and you start doing that. And and again, mm-hmm. if they prepared mm-hmm. well and, and did it well enough in advance. Maybe there's not a it's life. like
1: murder premeditated yeah. premeditated yeah. money <laughs> Yeah, and, you know it's a yeah. different
0: situation than if it's you know uh, something that you jointly arrive at the decision yeah you yeah, know this isn't working uh, and no one's been kind of underhanded in preparing and hiding stuff but yeah mm-hmm. the, the, ways, the, the ways to try to hide it are A you know a different address mm-hmm. uh, B you know just physically give the money to somebody else uh, C it can be leaving money in if you have a business you know instead of it being a personal asset make it part of the business which is then a different uh, you know could be a whole different scenario because sometimes yeah you, you know people say well you know I'm really not gonna go after the business I I'm not gonna do that investigation uh, and maybe they've you know the business is holding a hundred thousand dollars of of their money you know so there's those are the, the common the, the most common ways to kind of hide money
1: okay um, so i have a question about the business um but before i do we're going to go back to the business in a second okay. what about like offshore accounts is that still a thing oh yeah yeah or is it, that for like really uber millionaire people well it,
0: you can you can have a bank account offshore I, you absolutely can um and that won't show up on a tax return. So right. again, it's not it's not unlike you know giving money to to your brother. Uh you have to be able to to go back to where that account originated from and where it was before it went to the offshore account before it went to your brother, you know, it was somewhere. Uh so if that person, for better or for worse, prepared in advance,
1: mm-hmm.
0: knowing that this was gonna happen, you're gonna it's gonna be you're gonna be hard pressed to find it. Um If uh, so. So, yeah, people do that. And that's a way to to quote unquote hide money. Um, And it's going to be hard to find it. You know, unless you know Mm -hmm. it's there, you're not going to find it. All you can do is go back and like I said, go back over tax returns, you know, in the last 10 years. And hey, this this account was here. There was fifty thousand dollars here where is it now where to go
1: and then then yeah. the offshore account if it was fifty thousand in the u.s it could be like a million at that point yeah. you know so, you don't know so yeah, yeah. so right. you're only able to really like try to get yeah. whatever was right. in the united states before it moved overseas that's so and, interesting yeah and no yeah. one's going to
0: find it i mean the point of those offshore accounts are they're they're not divulging information no one's going to know so uh Um, You know, so unless you can track down where it was before and at least say, hey, you know, you got to explain what happened to this money,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, and
0: they could still say whatever the heck they want. I spent it, you know, this, that and the other. But, you know, you're not going to find that offshore account. That's for sure. But that's
1: legal, right? People can have offshore accounts, right? Or no? Yeah, Yeah. What's the benefit of that other than the tax situation? Well, that's hiding it from your spouse. There you go. Those are two
0: pretty important benefits. Uh, And, you know, (laughs) other than that, nothing. Uh, But yeah, so, so yeah, it's uh, like I said, unfortunately, if somebody has prepared in advance and well enough, you you know, that there's not a lot you can do. It's just like, you know, that offshore account, I equate it to giving it to your brother. No one, no one's going to know. It's not going to show up anywhere. Except uh, the
1: person's coming back with a suntan every like couple of months
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: from their business trip in Nebraska. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, that's that. So the best thing that we can do to prepare ourselves and, and protect ourselves is just to make sure we stay in the know, right? And just Absolutely. be aware. Yeah.
0: yeah, and and look at the tax returns again. It, you know, it it seems like a, a a fundamental thing, but you'd be surprised how many how many spouses sign the return like you know, I did you my and you're like, you should just be like
1: you need to sign this I'd sign yeah. it I never looked and, at it I'm and like okay, whatever. It. as long nope. as like we don't I had to worry about my business okay so let's segue into the businesses that was a good that was a good uh, segue so um all right so for my business and mm-hmm. all trans full transparency it's mine it was mine before I met. My ex husband. I mean, I just started it and it was really small. I think I had like maybe three clients when I met him. I don't even think I not not only do I not think I know, I hadn't even set up an LLC. Like I wasn't planning on really keeping the I was just sort of like kind of passing time till I was gonna go back into TV news in all honesty, but it's a whole other story for another day. So, but then organically grew and inevitably I decided I was, you know, going to do this full force. And so at that point I had met him and we were engaged and then I set it up and then we were married like a year later. So my point is like in the beginning of the marriage, my business was really small. I mean, it was just, you know, like just me. I think at that point I maybe had an assistant and I was working from home. Like I didn't have an office, like nothing. And then, um, over the course of our marriage married 10 years it grew really big I think for me I would never and you know imagine it would have been as successful as it is I'm very lucky and thankful certainly but he didn't work in the business he gave me advice about things like you know because he was my partner but like he didn't like he had his own business so he didn't really like he didn't work there but I know from attorneys that he could have easily asked for 50 percent because it was an, an asset from the marriage that was basically blossomed during the marriage, the time I was married. So I was worried about that when we were getting divorced, I knew he had a business too. Um, but I mean, and so I was like, well, then I'll just go after his business if he goes after my business. But thankfully it never came to either that at all. So how do you protect your business? Like if you're married, like, you? yeah. Okay. It's hard.
0: Well, and, and look to, piggyback on what i said before where you know you look at the tax return you have to make sure you're aware of your own tax return well the mm-hmm. business has its own tax return that again you would never have to sign because you know because it's another business yeah. the business then right you right. have nothing to do with that tax return and in that scenario again the business can have accounts the business can own property so all mm-hmm. of a sudden my it, business
1: it, does yeah. Yeah. Your, your,
0: yeah your spouse's yeah. business could have all these assets that you know nothing about right. um, and and aren't privy to so um you you know and that happens and, and when i say you know people you know who are getting a divorce from uh and one of the spouse owns a business that's a tricky thing because now you don't know what the business owns and and you know was never really you weren't really privy to it. Uh, so how do you protect your business? It's hard. You have to, you have to have, uh, because by, by all rights, the spouse would be entitled to 50% of the business, 50% of the, of the income, um, that has been generated over the course of the marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so that's, that's truly something that they would be entitled to. So the only way to protect it from that point of view is, is to get it in writing and and make sure, you know, there's a prenup that says, look, we have our personal. Oh
1: really? They can get a prenup for your business? Well, it
0: it, it could include that. Look, the business is separate. The business is not a marriage. Probably
1: separate from your union. Absolutely. Because again, uh,
0: by all rights, the business is fair game. You know, you're married is, you know, and, and you're, in your case, you owned the business prior uh, to getting married, but it grew during the right,
1: marriage. Right, right, and, and he right. would
0: be entitled to, you know, part of that. That's course. what my
1: lawyer said. He's like, so he wouldn't have been entitled to whatever the business was worth when I first before we were married but it wasn't worth that much now well, well, it is worth I, a I'll lot me, more I'll yeah like who cares about that <laughs> yeah I, mean, people, <laughs> I don't want to protect that i was like i was basically like paying like making my ends meet like at that point yeah but yeah, i was people, i was, lost. Uh, it, it was you know, I
0: have, have clients yeah. who who have a pension yeah you, you know they they work for the government or The state, or you know, one of these. uh, There aren't that many pensions anymore, but
1: I know my father uh, gets one. My mother. I'm like, you guys are so lucky. Yes, helping me with (laughs) my retirement. You know, it's so scary. All right, go ahead. And and all these
0: pensions are based on your years of service. You know, the the way the company calculates the pension calculation, it's based on. All right, you worked 30 years, so 30 years times this Mm -hmm. and that. This is what you get a month. Mm -hmm. Well, so so during a divorce if somebody gets a divorce and they were married 20 years that spouse literally gets if they were married 20 years you know half of the 20 is 10 they get they get 10 years worth of that pension what that pension would have paid out for a 10-year employee yeah you know or
1: that's awful Or if they were
0: married if they were married 30 years and uh the pension is based on that that person's going to get you know, 15 years worth of that pension or half that pension, or if they were married 10 years and the guy Mm -hmm. worked there 30 years, she's literally entitled to a third of that pension. So Mm -hmm. the business is the same way, Uh, you know, you own the business, it's, it, it's grown, it's an asset that's grown, Mm -hmm. you know, the spouse is entitled to half of that business uh, or, you know, potentially, you know, the income that comes from the business, but, you know, more specifically half of that business. So yeah, that's, that, that's a fair, that's a fair assessment, but the only way to exclude that is to put it in writing. And yeah, uh,
1: or even like a postnup, I guess everybody yeah. listening, if you're married now, like something to have to protect. So my doctor, um, she is a private practice and she, we've, we've gone to her since I was like 15. So we I don't want to call her my friend, but like we talk about lots of different things. So I forget how this even came up in conversation, but she was telling me that, I think I was maybe just getting divorced or something. So she was, she too is divorced, but she was telling me that her ex-husband cheated on her and is now with the girl that he was cheating on her with. And. And he has he's very successful. I think he works in finance like yourself, but he doesn't own his own business. He like works for a company, okay. but he does very well financially is my point. He doesn't need to do what he did financially. He took 50% of her private practice, oh. <laughs> and now she's paying him off like monthly. That's like, crazy. She was, yeah, the sin. Yeah. I was like,
0: oh. Well, and I'm sure she's getting you know
1: she's really upset. She, for she a she lot of reasons. Rightfully so, in years. my opinion. But yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, so it does become tit for tat. And and to complicate things, you know, people have businesses that aren't. Uh,
1: they cash uh, businesses? Yeah. Right, this poor letter word.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cash. Businesses that, yeah. Are, that, that are yeah. cash businesses where, you know, again, the reporting is a little sketchier, shall we mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that business owner does not want Uh, you know, a forensic study into the business to see how much money they're really making. You you know, because the the point of any business owner uh, legitimately is, you know, you you want write-offs, you want expenses to show as little income as possible. So you're paying as little tax as possible. Is uh, that you,
1: true? I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, but you, <laughs> no, you know, of course it's true. Yeah, and, yeah, and we all
0: do do it crazy. legitimately. I mean, I yeah. you know, you lease your car and you you know yeah. the business price it off. Yeah. Uh, drive to my meeting legal is my business and above sense. board and, and justify yeah, it. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Well definitely. with a cash
0: business, you know, they take it a step further and say, Well, maybe I didn't get paid this cash and I'm just gonna put it over here. Mm. Uh, so it, you know it's important to to realize that and and all this stuff isn't on the books so so when that spouse goes to get half that business or, or half the income from the business it's not you really, might just
1: pay them off shut them yeah, up it's
0: not, it's not yeah. really all there and, yeah. and then you know that complicates things well do we want to really dive into the books of the business and and you know, probably one person.
1: No, it's does a not mess. want that a lot. You know,
0: uh,
1: I remember my lawyer had put a forensic accountant on uh, on detainer for me just in case. But I was yeah. very lucky, and and you know, I, I it was better that way. I think that no, and we had it, a very you know, nice, yeah. the nicest a
0: divorce. Is is uh, <laughs> you know, at, mm-hmm. at this battle with their ex spouse, but mm-hmm. a lot of people are. And, uh, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of divorces, uh, and, and look, divorce is an emotional, is an emotional thing. So yeah, what, what you're feeling at that point in time may not be where you're feeling five years later and, and 10 mm-hmm. years later, but at that mm-hmm. point in time, it's, it's a battle and, and people do things that they're probably not super proud of mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and going after stuff or hiding stuff because, uh, you know. They're
1: mess, yeah. They're, they're just looking call. out to protect number one. It's, but, but the other part it's a ugly thing, time, and mm-hmm. I've seen this
0: too because it, it is so emotionally difficult and emotionally draining. I've seen it, and and it's emotional for for both parties for sure, mm-hmm. of course. But, but whatever party is most emotionally distressed, generally is is easier to be taken advantage of because um. you're like i you know what i just want it over with i just let let's just settle this i can't handle it anymore so uh-huh. yeah i'll i'll agree to this i'll i'll and you know somebody is emotionally you know more distressed emotionally weaker I don't know that weaker is the right word but somebody wants to get it over it's with affected more
1: they're stressed they're just like a, it being mentally like mentally effective yeah. more so, right? like they, yeah.
0: yeah so it's a battle and whoever whoever gives in and, and you're giving in at that point because you just can't handle it anymore because it is so stressful you're giving in and you're probably again potentially being taken advantage of or, or not fighting for something that you're entitled to so yeah it's, it's a hard time it, yeah. it, it is a hard time. So, um, yeah. you know, so even on things that are very legitimate and above board, uh, there's still things you have to be aware of. Uh, you know, I had a client who, um, they were receiving you know, that the agreement was they're going to receive so much in a settlement, you know, mm-hmm. $50,000, mm-hmm. whatever the number is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, the person that was paying the, you know, the, 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 payer in this situation, they wanted to give the person here, here's $50,000 from my stock portfolio, just take mm-hmm. it. Okay. Well, it, you know, they're giving them $50,000. That includes a lot of appreciated assets that this other person was going to pay tax on once they sold it, it you know, so you can it, just be careful how you receive you know, the settlement that, you, that you're that you going to receive, you know, is it, are you going to pay tax? It
1: on was 30? less than 50,000 after the taxes. Is that so right?
0: If I have a hundred thousand dollars in my portfolio, 50 of which I just bought. So there, I haven't gained any money in it yet. And the other 50 I've had for years and I have you know, it, it started off as 20 and it grew to 50. Mm-hmm. I, I can slide to you that 50, meaning, all of a sudden, you're going to get it, and if you want to, if you want that money, you're going to sell what's in the what's in the account. You're going to pay tax on it because it was all bought for twenty thousand. Does that make mm-hmm.
1: sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, as, as yeah. You to, need well, you need someone like yourself in your corner yeah, as, as to help you to, like the, walk you through, right? Because yeah, opposed
0: it's, to you know telling your spouse, look. I, no, you write me a check for fifty thousand. I, I don't want to deal with getting it out yeah. of the account. I just want fifty thousand. You yeah. know, people do that. They're like, well, here I'll give you fifty from my retirement account, and becomes your retirement account, which means you're going to pay tax when it comes out.
1: Okay. You know,
0: and that maybe isn't. You know, it's one thing if the agreement is we're splitting up the retirement account. You know, then that's fine. Uh, but if the agreement is, you know, I get fifty thousand, and you're like, well, here, how about if I just give you fifty from the retirement account? Well, that's not the same thing because you know 50,000 in a check is 50,000 50,000 in a retirement account is 50,000 minus tax mm. so you know just be aware of the tax ramification and what the you know what the intent is like i said you, you know it's not uncommon for people to for spouses to split up existing retirement accounts and and that's fine if that's the goal but if the goal is for me to get $50,000 and you're not giving me 50 you you are going to give me a retirement account to kind of make up the 50, then it's not the same thing, you know? I hear
1: you. No, uh, you have to be careful. It's like so, a, trickier, so it's a yeah, tricky there's, situation. Yeah, there's things like that
0: that people, oh, and another thing, uh, oftentimes, and I've seen this, where, you know, there, there's a settlement, and the settlement is, all right, give me $100,000 uh, to buy me out of the house or or whatever the case is, you know? And then the one spouse will say, well, look, instead of me giving you $100,000, how about if I just give you, Two thousand dollars a month, you know, for the next, uh, you know, whatever five yeah, years. Yeah, to
1: make it for a hundred thousand. Okay. Well, that's not good.
0: Well, two uh, two thousand dollars a month. If it's called alimony at that point, mm-hmm. alimony is tax deductible to the person that's paying it, and is taxable income to the person that's receiving it. Oh,
1: really? Whereas
0: a settlement uh, isn't deductible or. Taxable. You know what I mean? You yeah, know, wouldn't property. it be
1: considered a, they they couldn't call that a settlement? They'd have to be well, considered they alimony. They could. Okay.
0: But again, if you're not thinking about like it. they're it,
1: smart, they're gonna they, yeah, the they're person's paying. They're gonna write, it, out. They're gonna write to it call in the it alimony.
0: That. Uh, you know what? Instead of me giving you a hundred thousand dollars and and you know, fifteen hundred dollars a month alimony, how about if I just give you three thousand a month alimony, you know, for so long? And again, if you're not thinking about it, you're like, all right, yeah, I'll take it monthly instead of the lump sum. But if they call it alimony, all of a sudden you're paying tax on it. If they mm. give you hundred thousand dollars, you're getting a hundred thousand. But
1: you need to know to say it's not considered alimony. You have to yeah. call it a settlement. Uh, yeah, and, I, and yeah. people
0: make that mistake all the time because that's
1: really important. Because that's you're not really...
0: you're, you know money is money. You know, all right, you're going to give me so much money a month. Great, hmm. but it's either a settlement or over a period of time where it's alimony.
1: <laughs> I like so, that.
0: So there's there's little things like that that aren't again they're not illegal. They're, they're no one's being underhanded, so to speak, you're not hiding anything. It's just a matter of the wording and, and knowing exactly what's mm-hmm. going on.
1: Well, the wording can make a lot of money though. So yeah,
0: again, it's, it's different <laughs> than somebody hiding money and, 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 you know,
1: yeah, hiding money, that's on that yeah, what I'm so not paying, Everyone's looking, not looking not out for them.
0: them. Yeah. Well, you didn't know the difference between settlement and alimony. You know, I said I was I gonna didn't pay. You know. out. Money, I, wouldn't know know? And, and, I wouldn't
1: know the difference. I wouldn't know.
0: No. Those are the conversations you get and, and you know, by the no. time it happens and you sign the paper and your accountant's like why are you getting this as alimony? What's
1: wrong with you? Yeah,
0: and then you go back here. Hey,
1: yeah. You screwed. me over on this, and he's like, "Yeah, it's not my fault.
0: You, you know, I gave you the forms. You signed them. You know, I, it's not my job to explain the difference to you. Uh, yeah,
1: and and, and you know, and
0: I've seen, I've seen that happen. So oh, I'm
1: sure you've seen a lot of it. So, the yeah, Lisa.
0: there's there's uh, there's things that are certainly underhanded and and mm-hmm. dirty, and there's other things that are gray area you know it's it's not fully well explained. their
1: lawyers probably giving them advice you yeah. know and so yeah it's scary well, it's and, like and you again, have to be in the know you have to just it, not be like you know educate yourself i'm all about that and, you know and all the time
0: yeah. in an effort to to reduce stress and to be amicable you're like no let's not get lawyers let's just settle this you know who wants
1: <laughs> You know, why are we
0: both going to pay lawyers and and go through that expense.
1: I'm yeah. just gonna give you
0: three thousand a month alimony. You know, yeah,
1: and, just take you know, a girl, so, take a boy, so, yeah, whatever. yeah, so again, no, you, you know, people know. do
0: things to 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 try to make life easier and reduce their stress, and you know, it's easy to you know come make out on the short seat. end of some of that stuff. Yeah
1: the Big one, okay. Well, we are out of time, but I think I want to have you back on and talk about women and money and do like a 411 because a lot of our listeners are single women, okay. and um, again, that's a stereotype, but I'm speaking for myself, I'm not the wisest with money aside from my shopaholic tendencies. Um, I <laughs> you can laugh, it's fine. I have a really big closet, so it's okay, exactly. Um, no. I'm always like, my investments are hanging up, not in the bank, but anyway, um. I'm um, just kidding. Not all of your. No, involved. you've right. You've done what, me right, definitely. I'm just kidding. Um, but that said, I think we're gonna have you. I'll touch base with you after. Obviously, and we'll set up another time to come on and just do like a a tutorial for one one on like for women in different age ranges, twenties, thirties, forties, like what we should be doing with our money. Um, and we can, and also so we can still live fashionably happy. Cause that's Absolutely. important for girls too. All right. So that said, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, and you work with people all over, right? Not just like the, yeah, you know, the that, area. The, the one yeah.
0: thing that uh, if if there's any good part of uh of this COVID mess the last couple of years, it's actually shrunk, uh shrunk in the world. I have clients all over the country that we meet, you know, virtually. Uh that's great. And, and because of technology, we can meet virtually, we do everything, uh Electronically, and, and it's just as easy mm-hmm. if someone, as someone that's five minutes away from me. So, uh, my office is in is in Voorhees, New Jersey. Uh, mm-hmm. So, our phone number here is 856 489 5040. And my email is D Hernandez, my first initial last name at Lincoln Investment, ending in T, lowercase, LincolnInvestment.com. So, D Hernandez at LincolnInvestment.com, 856 489 5040.
1: Okay, and you're on LinkedIn and everything too, Absolutely. right? Yeah. So I'll put all that in our show notes. And how – really curious. – I'm just curious because I'm, you know, going into the mental health profession, so I'm going to have clients all over the world too. What? <laughs> how are they finding you?
0: How are – I'm sorry.
1: How are your clients finding you? Like just like online or oh, referrals? No. Uh, or, yeah, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> you know, no, all of the above. You know, at this stage of the game, uh, I don't do – you know, I've been doing this 30 years. Uh, I don't do a lot of active marketing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If, you know, I have yeah. the uh, I have the opportunity to be on, uh, on on TV once in a while, and people see yeah. me that way. But, yeah, yeah. But frankly, it's it's word of mouth, man. At this stage of the game, that's so great. Um, you know, I've had a lot of clients for a lot of you know some people that have been with me 20, 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's mostly it's mostly referrals. Uh, at you know at this point.
1: That's great. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Hernandez. I appreciate you. No, thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.